Beth and I'm a psychological wellbeing practitioner from Newcastle. I just wanted to say the biggest thank you to the contributors of the Clinical Psychologist Collective book. I've enjoyed reading this so much and loved having an insight into the range of backgrounds and experiences people have prior to applying for the doctorate and it's been really interesting seeing the potential barriers to the application as well and how I can try and work around this. I really started to doubt myself and whether I was good enough to apply for the clinical psychology doctorate but this has really given me the confidence boost that I needed to give it a shot so the biggest thank you ever. If you're looking to become a psychologist Then let this be your guide With this podcast at your side You'll be on your way to being qualified It's the Aspiring Psychologist Podcast With Dr. Marianne Trent Hi, welcome along to the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. I am Dr. Marianne Trent and I'm a qualified clinical psychologist. This is episode 51 of the podcast series. We have not long celebrated the 11 month launch, which was on Christmas Eve in 2021. So we're fast approaching a whole year of this and it's been lovely being part of your world, having you be part of my world and hearing all the lovely things you've said about the podcast. I hope you find today useful and as ever, if you do like the series, please do leave me a review and leave me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It's so appreciated. I know from looking at the stats recently that over 48% of you listen via Spotify and that uh, 38% of you listen via Apple Podcasts, which means 38% of you could, whilst you're listening to this show right now, head on to the app, click on show, and then very easily leave me a rating and just leave me a quick review whilst you're doing it as well. And you can do it whilst you're listening. There is no need to, you know, even break stride from whatever you're doing. Stay safe. Don't do it when you're driving. That is my firm advice, obviously. If you are watching on YouTube, it won't have missed your attention that I have suddenly got no headphones on my headphones suddenly decided to stop working and I couldn't hear myself but um, I've checked and the uh, the microphone is still working Um, so yeah fingers crossed this is all fine so today's podcast episode was dreamed up about 10 minutes ago by me because I was going to be doing a guest episode and it's been cancelled and so I needed to come up with a plan um, for what to talk to you about. So um, I thought I would talk to you about some some of the bits and pieces that I've been talking to people about on socials today, specifically LinkedIn, because you guys know I'm a big LinkedIn geek. If you're not already connected with me on there, do come over and find me. I'm Dr. Marianne Trent. So today I was um, stopped in my tracks by um, a lovely status, um, a lovely post that Zara Bilal had shared. And she was talking about an Islamic uh, principle. That is the practice of tawakkul. I'm sorry if I've said that wrong. Um, And it's a concept of emotional detachment from an outcome. Specifically, Wikipedia tells us that it's um, in the Arabic language and it's the word for the Islamic concept of the reliance on God, of trusting in God's plans. Um, It's seen as a perfect trust in God and reliance on him alone. 
and it can also be referred to as God consciousness. Um, so I kind of like this idea, regardless of whether you have faith in any God or any religion at all. I kind of liked this idea because it resonated with me um, for kind of thinking about our journey in psychology. Um, and then there was also a comment on there that there was also um, a similar Hindu practice as well. And it was Annie Rudzala um, who'd said that in Hinduism, um, and probably every other religion as well, he said, there's a, um, a concept called Nishkarma Karma. Um, and so I had a little Google about that. Uh, let me tell you about Nishkarma Karma. And it's the selfless or desireless action. So when an action is performed without any expectation of fruits or results. Um, and of course, this is particularly useful for us when we're thinking about the process of um, applying for jobs um, and applying for training places. Um, this can be really tricky because, um, you know, we might well apply when we feel like we're ready, but we can't know who else is applying um, and, you know, what the calibre of other applicants might be. We have to hope that any recruitment processes are robust and valid. Um, and of course, we just have to kind of trust in that process. Um, but, you know, sometimes people do get on to training courses um, on their first attempt. And so I had a little look at some stats um, from the Alternative Handbook 2021 edition. Um, and people definitely do get on um, from first attempt. So um, from the respondents I looked at, um, I flicked through, you know, Banger, East Anglia, um, East London, um, Edinburgh, Essex, Exeter and Hertfordshire. That's the ones I flicked through. So 36%, 22%, 29%, 41%, 45%, 13%, and 22%. This, of course, is only um, that percentage of applicants. And I noticed that there were no respondents for Coventry um, and Warwick. And it might be that there's other courses as well that had no representation. But I don't ever remember getting um, a survey. Um, and I do wonder, I would like your opinion if you know that this is not true, um, or even if it is true, I do wonder if they only sample um, BPS members, because I was only a BPS member, I think, for part of my first year. So it might be that I wasn't a member when they sampled. Um, but yeah, it seems strange that there was no respondents um, for a whole course. Um, so yeah, we can only really take this as being the opinion of some people, perhaps the opinion of people who are more likely to fill in surveys as well. So it might not necessarily be, um, you know, an accurate depiction. But so it tells us that um, some people do get on first time. But what it doesn't tell us necessarily is, um, you know, what their career journey had been like um, before they applied. And of course, what their age might have been like. And, you know, what they wrote on their form. There can be many, many different things um, that the the data doesn't tell us. But of course, I also quite enjoyed the fact that um, East London and Exeter and Hertfordshire had respondents who got on sixth time lucky. Um, so, you know, if you don't give up and you keep changing and you keep reflecting and you keep the faith, um, and you keep applying in terms of um, the Nishkarma, um, karma and the Tawakal. And I'm so sorry if that is 
Um, if you do speak Arabic and I've got that horrendously wrong, please do let me know. Um, and I will, I'll do like a, a, a TV <laughs> reframe where I have to apologise and say the correct pronunciation. So I did try and have a Google, but I couldn't find anywhere that told me how to pronounce it properly. So, um, yeah, if I've got that wrong, um, then do let me know. But it's kind of like, well, I'm going to keep trying and keep bringing my best to the show um and you know when it's my time i will be successful and i honestly believe that when you get there when you get onto your professional when you get onto your professional doctoral course whichever discipline of psychology that might be that it won't matter how many times you've applied because I firmly believe you'll get on when you're ready and when the right time for you is because what I wouldn't want for you is for you to gain a place and feel massively out of your comfort zones and like everything feels overwhelming. Let's take a little short break here and I do think because of the time of year even though I haven't got my Christmas tree up, it might be time to switch to our slightly Christmassier jingle um, for the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. So this was the original jingle, and I said, I love it, but I do wonder if it sounds a little bit too like a Christmas edition. So I would love your thoughts and your feedback on what you think to the Christmas version. Hope you enjoy it. On the way to getting qualified So many tips and lessons to learn from So many things that you can try The Aspiring Psychologist Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Hope you like those lovely sleigh bells. So um, thank you for everyone who's been in contact recently, pitching yourselves um, for episodes of the podcast. It's been really lovely to hear from so many of you. But please keep those um, contacts coming. If you think you've got a unique, interesting or just useful tale to tell um, about your journey to becoming um, a qualified psychologist um, do get in contact with me um, and let's get you uh, let's have a let's have a chat to see whether it might make a good podcast episode because um, I love hearing from you and I like it that people you know feel like this is also your show too because it is you know this is about you it's done with you and for you um so yeah we're, we're aiming to get more and more aspiring psychologists in the show as well as themes and debates that you might find interesting and useful too um if you don't want to be in an episode which is absolutely understandable do please get in contact with ideas that you want to potentially feature um, and have me discuss and I can then find a guest or I can just do it freestyle. Um, so yeah, very short and sweet episode today, but I didn't want to leave you guys without an episode because I know that I've 
wound myself into your little Monday fabric of many of your lives. And that is a wonderful privilege. So thank you so much. Um, if you would welcome some more advice and support and guidance, please consider coming along to the Aspiring Psychologist membership where we're doing lovely things and creating really nice um, group of people as well. Um, people are saying really nice things about it and that it's helping them to develop their confidence um, and to feel supported, especially if they don't feel supported um, in the workplace or if they haven't in the past. So yeah, if that describes you or if you just think that you could use with brushing up a bit on your confidence and your skills in things like CBT, um, reflective practice, then come on board. Um, it'd be lovely to have you there. Otherwise, do please come and join our free Facebook group as well. It is the Aspiring Psychologist Community, bracket free group. Um, and that's with Dr. Marianne Trent, I do believe. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being part of my world. And I will look forward to catching up with you very soon for our next episode of the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. Take care. If you're looking to become a psychologist, then let this be your guide. This podcast at your side You'll be on your way to being qualified It's the Aspiring Psychologist Podcast With Dr. Marianne Trent My name is Diakolola Amujo I am a recent psychology graduate from Ireland I am also an aspiring clinical psychologist. Dr. Marion's book, The Clinical Psychologist Collective, has been so helpful to me on this journey to becoming a clinical psychologist. As I plan to continue postgraduate studies in the UK, I found it extremely useful that this book provided in-depth information on the UK DeClinSci application process. I enjoyed reading about the experiences of both qualified and trainee clinical psychologists. The various narratives were my favorite part of the book, as everyone's story was different and it provided amazing insights into the clinical psychology journey. I would definitely recommend this book to anyone interested in psychology and aspires to become a clinical psychologist.